there could be more moves. I really do. You wake up one morning, you realize it's time to do some different things here. I think that's what it is. So I don't think they're done dealing. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Get into the Bill King show. Um, shit, man, I just lost my train of thought. All right, dude, here's a couple of phones. Three, two, call 615-844-5600. Gator Dave, Gator's Breakdown Podcast, heard on all the platforms available. They got rid of a couple of defensive assistants, Dave. Was that expected? Yeah, Bill, it certainly was expected. Um, now, I guess you could be surprised that, you know, Corey Raymond is one of those two and, and, and Sean Spencer up front along the defensive line, you know, the coach there. Um, maybe you could be surprised by who, but, you know, Bill, I, <laughs> you've watched this defense as much as I have the last couple of years, and you can't look like that. You know, going on four years in a row, but with this staff two years in a row, and expect anybody's job uh, to, to to be safe there. So, um, you know, uh, Corey Raymond coming from LSU. You know, his last couple of years there were all not that great. After you know coming off that 2019 LSU defense, where they even you know they started pretty bad that year, and then were a pretty good defense in that national championship year. But you know, his last two seasons at LSU and his first two seasons at Florida, not the Corey Raymond, I think Gator fans thought they were getting Bill, and well, that's on the recruiting trail and uh, you know the production as a coach on the field. So, uh, you know, you saw we saw the big plays given up by, by by Florida secondary, and look, I mean, maybe you would like to see him with some of the young guys that he did recruit last year, uh, Bill, but still, you know, didn't there was not a lot of development in a, you know a five star like Jason Marshall who was already on campus, um, you know, and you know. Fair or unfair, that's not your guy. But you, know, I think you'd expect some development, some production for, for, from a guy like him two years under Corey Raymond that you didn't necessarily see. Uh, so you know, all in all, not surprising. And then you know, Sean Spencer there, Bill. You know, when Florida really struggled, you know, getting pressure this year, um, and you know, tackles for loss, you know, in the run game as well. So sack numbers weren't there. The habit rate wasn't there up front along the defense. So. You know, Bill, and I think some of this, too, maybe not meshing well with this, you know, type of defense under, uh, you know, first-year D.C. Austin Armstrong. So maybe it's, uh, you know, him, him coming in last year and coming in late, maybe a, a matter of him maybe wanting some of his guys in as well. So, um, yeah, not surprising, Bill. And, uh, you know, I think next up will be, you know, some 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 guys on the offensive side of the ball as well uh, as Billy Napier. And, and, Bill, like I said uh, last night, if people follow me on, on, on Twitter, you know, this is, uh, I think, also a move – that Billy Napier makes where he knows he's coaching for his job next year. Uh, and I think, you know, th- these moves, I don't know if you want to see this many moves, I think more are coming, but uh, Billy Napier's got to do something to get this thing turned around and put some wins on the board next year. You just touched on it, but I'll ask, how much of it defensively was coaching and how much is it simply personnel shortcomings? Bill, when you look this bad, it, it, it's certainly both. Um, uh, it, it's 
it's it's it's tough uh, to put it more on one way or the other, Bill. But I do think there just still wasn't a, a whole lot of development on the guys that have been on the roster and maybe even some of the transfer portal acquisitions that you maybe were expecting more from. Now, you know, at linebacker, you know, I think it looks like Bateman's going to be okay defense or the linebacker coach here at Florida. And look, the only really true linebacker Florida has had that he's been able to coach, you know, recruit and coach has been Shamar James. And he got injured uh, about midway through the season this year. So, uh, you know, I thought last year he made Amari Bernie uh, a, a whole lot better. Um, but, you know, there hasn't just been a whole lot of players that you can say have grown in this defense. And maybe that's guys playing out of position. Maybe that's guys just not really being you know, recruited well under the previous staff. But at the same time, Bill, I, I think especially with somebody as the reputation uh, of a Corey Raymond, you you expect somewhat of immediate results that you just weren't getting. So uh, I, I hate to take the easy way out, Bill, and, you know, and blend the two. Uh, but I do think. If you if you got the reputation of a Corey Raymond, you expect some you expect some more results. And look, I mean, we're talking about defensive line and, and defensive line coach and the DB coach. You know, those two things are symbiotic uh, right now. If you're getting pressure up front, it's going to make that secondary look a, a little bit better than maybe probably are. But you know, I would I would assume Bill probably some of it is to do with maybe meshing on the coaching side and not necessarily huge issues or huge rifts, but maybe it just didn't work. You know, maybe just the the, the 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 relationship and Corey Raymond in this defense just wasn't a good fit. Um, you know, we'll see if he goes on so, somewhere else to produce. But it's the blend of the two, Bill. But I'd say, um, you know, it's uh, it, it's tough to pinpoint if it's one or, or more one than the other. Monday is the official portal day, but that doesn't have anything to do with making an announcement and we're hearing announcements. We've been hearing them, but this week it's picking up and I'm sure it'll pick up all the way through. I would assume Florida will be ultra aggressive trying to mend this roster. Oh, Billy. I mean, you have to be, I mean, like I just said, you know, I, I think when Billy Napier was hired, Bill, we say, okay, four years after it's looked like it has, okay, <laughs> you adjust the expectation. He's got to win next year. Uh, I think he knows that too. And I do think that means the instant impact guys in the transfer portal, especially in the trenches. Um, you know, Florida has really struggled, uh, especially in the, in the pass blocking area of the, of the offensive line. I think they've got to go you get some offensive tackles, Bill. I mean, we saw it Saturday night and what Jared, I mean, Jared versus a really good defensive end. Uh, but he has not played like that all year. I mean, he had the game of his season uh, Saturday night versus Florida. And we have seen that time and time again from these – and Florida's playing backup offensive tackles and stuff, but that's part of it too. You need to go build some depth in the transfer portal. You need to go get some instant impact guys in the transfer portal. It's time to see results in year three for Billy Napier. So that does mean, Bill, I think ultra aggressive in the transfer portal on both sides of the trenches. I mean, it, it starts there. And we had a – we had a listener um, joke last night on YouTube. He was like, I don't care if every transfer portal acquisition we get is the offensive line, the defensive line. It's exactly what Florida needs. And, <laughs> hey, look, that's not too that's not too far from the truth. So, uh, you know, I, I say maybe wide receiver, too, to replace Ricky Pearsall and give uh, Wilson some help if, uh, you know, if Florida doesn't want to rely on guys that were freshmen this past year. Uh, and maybe a linebacker as well, Bill. But certainly, certainly if, if, if Florida's going to make a jump next year, it's going to be because I think they were hot and heavy in the transfer portal for offensive line and defensive line, and they went and got some guys that made, that made the instant impact for Billy Napier. I'll ask you again, 
are they going to go pursue a quarterback? I don't think so, Bill. Um, I think a lot of this is going to, of course, depend on Graham Mertz. Uh, and I would assume he, if he gave me a choice or gave me a decision to make, I'd say he's back next year. Um, but, you know, you bring up a good question there. Does that mean with DJ Lagway coming in, I don't think he's going anywhere, Bill. Right. Uh, just, you know, no matter how ugly this has looked, he, he, he has sold on Billy Napier. Um, what does that mean for Max Brown, who started Saturday night versus Florida State? And if Mertz comes back and, of course, Lagway's the, the guy, does he decide to go somewhere? So maybe that opens up where you go get a somewhat maybe serviceable backup, but I think that guy's going to come in knowing he's behind Mertz and probably behind the true freshman in DJ Lagway. So I do think, Billy, it's going to be a little tough. You know, they have some walk-ons there that they have elevated, so maybe – they're, they're fine with that. So, no, I think as long as Graham Mertz comes back, Bill, I, I don't see a quarterback in the transfer portal, but if Brown decides to transfer out, I guess it does open up the door. I'm maybe a little bit shocked that I'm going to say this, but I'd like it if Graham Mertz came back. I think he played well. He did, Bill. He, I think he exceeded expectations and. I think one thing you can point to as well is, I mean, he made he made a, he made an immediate jump. You know, this was the best season of his career. Has he reached the ceiling, or can he be like some other transfer quarterbacks out there and take another jump in year two? Now, of course, it won't be as big as a jump as he just made. Uh, but you know, I don't know if Florida actually needs that next year. I mean, they could get almost the same Graham Mertz, and if the defensive side of the football is improved. You know, that should equal more wins for Florida. So, and, and look, in another system, in another year, uh, another year in the system, I do think he, he would improve a little bit. Um, uh, you know, I think, I think Florida's got to get some help up front on the offensive line and receiver for him, uh, and that may be, uh, be enough to, to take somewhat of a jump as well. But, yeah, Bill, I mean, I think it would be good for D.J. Lagway too. Uh, Lagway has commented on that, saying you know, he wouldn't mind sitting behind Mertz and learning and, uh, you know, we heard about Mertz and everything behind the scenes of what he was doing well as far as a leader at the quarterback spot. You know, things you should hear and things you should see. We did see those things. Uh, so yeah, I, I do think it would I, I do think it would be beneficial, especially Bill, if Billy Napier is coaching for his job uh, in year three. If if Graham Mertz was to come back now, did you get somewhat of a? I, mean, I know the fan base doesn't want to hear or see this, and I don't necessarily would like it either. Do you get somewhat of a pass if he doesn't come back and you just decide to roll the dice with DJ Lagway? Is that a built-in excuse for year three? I don't think so, Bill. After the first two years, you've got to show marked improvement. I don't think you get a pass just because you start a true freshman quarterback. So all in all, I think for Billy Napier, it would be beneficial if Graham Mertz came back. The recruiting class took some hits. You and I have talked about it. Has the bleeding stopped? Um, Amaris Williams, Bill, on the defensive line, I'll still bring him up. Uh, you know, it does seem like maybe just a matter of time before he, um, you know, Ohio State, Tennessee, uh, they're in the mix. Um, so that's one to look out for uh, and where that might go. Uh, of course, when now with Spencer being fired, if that plays into it or not, he wasn't really the main recruiter for for many of these uh, the defensive players. Uh, so I don't know if it will have that much of an effect there. Austin Armstrong's doing a pretty good job as a defensive coordinator, leader recruiting on that side of the ball. Uh, but as far as the bleeding goes, Bill, 
with these coaching changes, I think that does change some things. We'll have to keep an eye on it. But for now, I say okay. But um, it, it is certainly something to mind. I mean, look, we knew this was coming anyway. When Florida you know, lost to Arkansas in a, in a five and seven season, was looking likely. Uh, the, the coaching changes were going to were, were going to be made, uh, and I think we now have to. We, we know the record was going to play into maybe some decommitments, and now with some coaching changes, may play into it even more as well. But uh, you know, not not much time left, Bill, for these players to figure out what they're going to do. Jim and Jupiter wants to know about the roster and what starters or players are feared to be entering the portal, meaning players they may lose from the roster. Uh, that's a, some, some of that's a lot of speculation um, sure. and where to go with that. Um, a true freshman from this past year, Will Norman, uh, I'm hearing his name a whole lot, Bill. He didn't play a whole lot as a true freshman. Uh, Maybe on his way out uh, there for Florida. Uh, Kamari Wilson, you know, Billy Napier's first five-star commit here at Florida uh, with the safety, did not play this year. Um, so when you saw true freshman safeties taking most of the reps uh, toward the end of the year and Jordan Castell kind of you know exceeding expectations of the true freshman this year. So Kamari Wilson, I think, uh, would be another guy that you would look at. Jack Miller, of course, Bill, who was who seemed to be the backup quarterback at one time, uh, was passed over by Max Brown and other quarterbacks uh, when he didn't you know necessarily – Kept fighting injuries as well, so that's that's more. Uh, th- th- there's a few, Bill. I mean, I, I I could probably go, you know, 10, 15 more minutes with names here <laughs> for for that, but uh, for the sake of your show, I don't need to be doing that. But uh, yeah, there's some options there, Bill. I mean, may, there might be some surprises as well. Uh, I think that would be the scary part of this, where the two seasons for Billy Napier, first two seasons, could lend itself to guys maybe not believing in where this thing is going, uh, and could lead to surprise um, transfers. Uh, but I think most of them, be, Bill, would be guys that you won't really you know, be too concerned about that they're leaving. Question here. And, Dave, I caught it well after the fact, but on your podcast you got emotional. Nothing wrong with that at all. Not a critique. But what happened there? Explain to everybody, because I really didn't know how to <laughs> – I didn't know what was going on, if there was an event that upset you or it was just the totality of the season. Uh, more, it was kind of more about more than football, Bill, you know, uh, all the good times, tailgates, sure. all the friendships, uh, a lot of, but most of it, you know, the support that I, I get, you know, with Gators breakdown, building this thing from, from scratch and from the ground up. And, you know, it's, uh, it, it's, 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 it's a lot of early mornings. It's a lot of late nights. It's, uh, you know, all in conjunction with another full-time job and, you know, it's, the the passion that goes behind it, Bill. So all the all the support, all that kind of stuff, you know, just kind of sure. just kind of bled out there for a little while. So uh, you know, that's just that's just how much it means. And I I didn't even know anything about it, and then it kind of went viral. And I'm going, I hope you know, I hope he's okay. I I, I didn't know that. <laughs> I just didn't know the context, but I figured it was just you know, it's a long grind, right? It it yeah, is yeah, for sure. Yep, Gator Dave. Yep, so. Gators Breakdown with us every Tuesday talking Gator football. Boy, and here's the big vision, Dave. Florida schedule and all that, bunch of that came out yesterday, is likely more difficult. Yeah. 
Um, I, I, Bill, I saw somebody put it out yesterday, and I think somebody took an image of it, so I don't know if I can get the full credit of where it came from, but I saw the image of the team's Florida plays next year. If you go by their record for this year, Mississippi State is the only team that has a losing record. <laughs> so, wow. you know, you, you throw in Miami and UCF at a conference, along with FSU, of course. Uh, then you get Ole Miss and LSU out of what, you know, what would be the Old West, of course. But, uh, um, yeah, it, it ramps up, Bill. It's going to be really difficult there for Florida. Uh, really nature, you know, in, in a lot of people's eyes, uh, kind of a do-or-die year for him. Um, and he's going to have to share results with uh, a tough schedule. But it is year three. You know, if, if you've got this thing headed in the right direction, you should start seeing tangible results uh, in, in year three if this thing is, is going where it should. So it doesn't matter what the schedule is, Bill. Uh, it, it is what it is. Really nature going to find a way to open up. Dave, we'll see you next week, sir. See you, Bill. Gator Dave Gators breakdown.